My brothers and sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to them in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. Oftentimes we hear the phrase, see something, say something, as a reminder of our responsibility to help protect one another from all sorts of bad things that could happen. Well, there's a story that brings a new meaning to that phrase and probably could only happen in the bizarre year that 2020 continues to be. A few weeks ago, a couple found their wedding plans completely upended with the continued fallout from the viral pandemic. The ceremony in front of families and friends, the lavish reception had all been revised and then altered again and eventually canceled due to all the changing regulations and limitations from the state and the city of New York. So the couple decided they just didn't care anymore, they just wanted to get married. So they got an officiant to join them on the Brooklyn Bridge at sunset on a Saturday night in July. The bride had her dress on, a a simple but obviously a, a wedding gown, and the groom got into a business casual outfit. And they exchanged vows on one of the most iconic landmarks in the city. It just so happened that this woman who was riding her bike on the bridge and crossing from Manhattan to Brooklyn spotted the very intimate moment. And she said she just felt compelled to to snap a picture on her phone. And not wanting to interrupt or intrude on that special moment, she decided later to post on Twitter a note If you were getting married on the Brooklyn Bridge this evening, I've got some photos for you. And remarkably, a few days later, the the couple was identified and were happily surprised to have what turned out to be the only pictures capturing the most important moment from one of the greatest days in their lives. What are the odds? The Brooklyn Bridge, particularly at that time of day, has a, 
a variety of passers-by doing all sorts of things. That this one person was able to stop from her plans and her self-interest and witness this couple sharing something incredibly special was uplifting. At this one providential moment, because this woman did see something and say something, and took a picture in between, it became this internationally heartwarming story. Spiritually, scriptures share a, a snapshot with us today of another see something, say something moment, but this one's of eternal significance. Simon, the son of Jonah, at this point, has seen Jesus perform the miracle of the loaves and fishes where thousands of people were fed, not once, but in the Gospel of Matthew, this has taken place twice within the matter of a few days. Simon's witnessed Jesus miraculously heal the blind, the lame, the crippled, the sick, seen Jesus walk on water, been able to walk on water himself for that matter, and then almost drowned because he started to doubt Jesus and then Jesus saved him. The point is so many things have to be floating in Simon's heart and in his mind, trying to to take it all in, trying to make sense of it. And he's in excitement and in awe, while at the same time he's confused and terrified. All that he's experienced and seen and heard from the first moment that he met Jesus, that very day that has caught his attention and changed his very life in ways he probably didn't even realize until this very moment. And Jesus is casually talking to his disciples in this conversation saying, who do people say that the Son of Man is? In other words, what's been the effect of these free abundant meals and these healings and all these miraculous things? And not surprisingly, word on the street is all over the place. The people are naming heroes from their tradition, from their history, trying to put Jesus in some sort of a box that they could make sense of. All of which happen to be incorrect, but they're all good tries. But then Jesus asks the question, you, who I have called, whom I've shared my very life with, you who've heard me teach and preach and care for all those I come into contact with, you who've witnessed awesome signs and wonders, you who've experienced my friendship, who do you say that I am? It kind of just stumbles out of Simon, who is impulsive and oftentimes an impetuous fisherman who often just speaks and acts without thinking. But in this moment, that's a good thing. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. It seems like this very dramatic and sudden declaration, Simon probably didn't realize all the things that had been set into motion for him to get to this revelation, that it actually wasn't a spontaneous utterance, but that Simon had grown into this faith that he now professes. This faith, though, was only possible as Simon had let go of his plans and his self-interest. The life that he knew before meeting Jesus had radically shifted him from being a fisherman who was focused on his business and his family to now following the man who called him on that shore 
to be a fisher for men. In the time since, Simon had indeed witnessed some incredibly special things. And now, in this providential moment, he too sees something and says something that more than likely didn't even realize all that it would mean, all that this would demand. But he sees and says this truth, Jesus, you're more than I ever imagined you to be. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. On his part, Jesus sees something and says something too. He's already seen the potential and the promise within Simon. And he calls him now into deeper friendship, an even bigger call, as indicated by changing his name. As he says, you're Peter. You're the rock that I will build a church upon. Jesus is revealing in that utterance that the final battle against sin, against evil, will take place with his death on the cross on Good Friday. And that he will be victorious on that with his resurrection on Easter Sunday. But this spiritual warfare between good and evil that every soul has to contend with will continue to play out until the end of time. Jesus' mission to save all humanity from sin and death is going to need others to continue his ministry of saving those souls from evil, from sin, and from death. And he's going to entrust this divine work to very human humans. Simon Peter as that rock, as that leader of that church, will be a portrait of extremes from great cowardice and shame to great bravery and courage and sacrifice. His very life will testify that the revelation Simon Peter received from the Heavenly Father, that is the rock of his faith. It's going to be what reminds him of God's great mercy when he himself needs it. That will be then the thing he preaches and teaches and offers the apostles and and that they themselves will share as well as they're entrusted with binding and loosening things on earth and heaven as Jesus' first priest where they will be able to offer Jesus' forgiveness and his absolution of sin. For you and I, Jesus asks us, who do you say that I am? It's more than just having the right answer, which we happen to know since we just heard the story, but something that we too have to see and say as well. That we have seen the brokenness in the world and the struggle with sin and evil in our own lives. We need something. We need someone to save us. And we've seen that something and that someone is indeed Jesus Christ. And what it is we say doesn't just mean being here in that profession of faith that we utter from our lips. More importantly, it's our lives and our actions. So when we go to the sacrament of reconciliation, go to confession, knowing every time we do that, we vulnerably lay our brokenness before him intimately trusting and confidently declaring that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Or that we might be a miracle to those in need and caring for those who are sick. In all those ways, again, we testify that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
the start to a bride and groom's new life was captured in our virtual viral world, was shared around the world, which proved to be this precious gift for this couple and something that touched countless people throughout the world because one person did indeed see something and say something. Over 2,000 years later, we still remember Simon Peter, knowing all the ways that his life and the life of the church has been impacted by doing the same. What will be our story? How are we going to respond to Jesus' question, who do you say that I am? It has the potential to transform our lives. How we live that new life is how we end up seeing something and saying something about the truth of Jesus Christ to a world that's in desperate need of him.